listening to Life of Revival Radio with Pastor Zachary Weber. Father, thank you for this morning and what you're already doing and saying to your people. Lord, as we come to this now, we just pray that you would anoint our ears to hear. Let our heart be receptive to receive what the Spirit of God has for us today. We thank you for everything you're doing in our life. You're a good God. And Lord, let us get revelation of your word this morning. Let it carry us through to that which you have us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have your Bibles, we're not going to take long on this, but if you could just go to the book of Psalm, chapter 35, and when you're there, just say amen. Of course, we have a whole week of, uh, of meetings, so every night you're going to get a faith injection. But on Sundays, Lord willing, I want to hit the subject of prosperity, what it means what it is and how to access it. Psalm 35 and verse 27. Did you find it? Just say amen. If you have a highlighter, it'd do you good to highlight this. Psalm 35 and verse 27, it says, let them shout for joy. You know, religion doesn't want you to have any form of, of, of emotion or any form of happiness or, or joy. You know, there was, a, there was a, a, a man by the name of John Calvin, which there are denominations today that came out of his teaching and influence, well, you know, during his time, he was actually responsible for the deaths of, of some people. And, uh, but anyway, there's a story, and, and this is what religion does. But there's the story of he was attending a baptism of a young boy, and the father was there, and he was near the father, and this boy was baptized in water. The boy came up out of the water, and the father smiled at his son being baptized. And John Calvin had the man fined for like a few hundred dollars because he smiled and displayed emotion in a religious setting. You know, <clears throat> that's still around today. It was with Jesus. Uh, you know, the, they were walking and leaping, praising God. Hosanna in the highest. I mean, they were, they were praising Jesus in the religious people said, Master, you know, teacher, tell them to, to, to shut up. Tell them to hold their peace. Tell them to stop shouting like that. And Jesus said, if they don't praise me, the very rocks will cry out. <clears throat> so, you know, religion still today doesn't want you to have any form of joy. I mean, you got to come to church looking like you were baptized in pickle juice. Okay, so let them shout for joy. So we got to let you shout for joy in here. If I hindered you shouting from joy, I, God's going to deal with me. And I'm not going to have that happen. Okay. So, and, and it says, and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Do I have anyone who favors God's cause for your city, for your family, and for your nation? Hello. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't care what the devil has planned for America. I want to tell you there are too many good seeds that have been sown from this land. It is not a time for God's judgment. That time is coming. Now, I believe, is a time for America to reap off the seeds that have been sown, being the breadbasket of the world, foreign missionaries going to the far front corners of the globe. I'm sorry. It's time now for America to reap a great harvest of souls. It's time for another great spiritual awakening in this land. I don't care what the lying media says. Saying. I don't care even what some religious people are saying. I believe that this is the time that God wants to bless this land. That's just how I feel about it. Amen. So, um, no, I, I believe some things are going to be removed out of the way that, that are making God angry. Amen. Uh, God's setting the stage. This is going to be a very blessable nation again. So, uh, 
Because if you moved in the 1700s and the 1800s, I want to tell you, people are no different. And even in 2020, God has something up his sleeve for this nation. Amen. Okay. So let them say continually. Everyone say, say. It says, let them say continually. So this is something we should be talking about a lot. It might tick some people off that you talk about it. It might tick some people off that you say it continually. So it says, you're always talking about that. It's biblical. I'm just following the scripture. Amen. It says, let them say continually, the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Hallelujah. Everyone say this with me. Say, the Lord Lord be be magnified, who has pleasure. In my prosperity. Okay, so that's in the Bible. I didn't put that in there. That's in the King James Version of the Bible. Amen. That the Lord actually, he takes delight. He takes pleasure in your prosperity, in you prospering. So if we're talking about prosperity, the first thing we need to do is define what it is we're talking about. Are you with me? Because you say that word, and it can, not in this church, but I know, you know, this message goes out to a lot of different types of people. Amen. And, you know, you go into some churches, you say the word prosperity, and it can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. For some people, it makes them mad, which I never understood. Who, who gets mad at prosperity? I mean, seriously? Actually, the president, you know, uh, someone came to him because, you know, he has, uh, he has Paula White on his board. You know, she got touched in one of my pastor's meetings. She traveled with my pastor, you know. And, uh, and she's legit. She's the real deal. Amen. And not perfect, but God's hand is on her. And so anyway, uh, someone came to the president and said, you need to get rid of her. You know, she, you don't want her advising you. She's one of those prosperity preachers. And the president said, what's wrong with prosperity? You know, because, you know, they couldn't believe that, you know, there's someone who actually believes in prosperity. But uh, let me address a few things, because when you say prosperity, people immediately think the financial side of it financial prosperity. And so immediately when you begin to use the word prosperity, people think that the only part of that word is the financial side of prosperity. And we understand that there is abuses to the message of prosperity or, or God's blessing. There is abuse out there, trust me. And it angers all of us, amen. Are there counterfeit $100 bills out there? Do you not use any $100 bills because there's counterfeit? No, you still use $100 bills. If you don't, just give them to me. I'll use them. Amen. So just because there's a counterfeit $20 bill out there doesn't mean you still, you're, I'm going to use a 20. Use it the other day when I went to Tim Hortons. Amen. And then you break it and you have change. You put it in your glove box and you have coffee money. Amen. So, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, so just because there's the fake doesn't mean there's not the real. Now, I don't know about you. I want the real. And I'm not going to worry about the people playing in the fake. Okay, so when we use the word prosperity, people a lot of times, they only think there's a financial side of it, but it's not just the financial side of it. We'll talk about it in a later Sunday. However, we need to define what it is we're talking about when we are talking about the word prosperity. Are you ready for this? So this is, I was thinking, I was with Edie last night, and I was thinking for probably over an hour, what is a good way to define prosperity? And I, I started to research what other people were saying, but, but I feel like the Lord gave me a something how I would define it. Prosperity is the God-given ability to flourish spiritually, mentally, and physically. Spiritually, mentally, physically. Are you with me? It's almost what salvation does in our life, okay? 
So, so, and then I looked up the definition of that word prosperity because I really felt it's important to define what we're talking about. All right, is this okay? So the definition of prosperity is this. A successful, everyone say successful, successful. Flourishing, flourishing or thriving, or thriving. Condition. condition. So, so that's what that word means. It's a successful, flourishing, or a thriving condition. Okay, well, condition, that could be your spiritual condition, your mental condition. If you're a millionaire, but you're not born again, you're not prosperous in the spiritual sense. Are you with me? So, you know, and then in the definition, it means especially, it has an emphasis on the financial respects. It also means favor. Everyone say favor. Favor. Not flavor. Favor. Amen. Favor. (laughs) Glory to God. I'm blessed and highly flavored, Pastor Zach. (laughs) Okay. So when we talk about prosperity, it's not just about money. A person walking in true... Look, this is another good definition. A person walking in true prosperity can meet any need at any given time, regardless of what the need is. Okay? So, you know, if someone has a spiritual need, money, look, money doesn't solve some people's spiritual issues. Amen? Someone says, oh, you're sad. Here's $1,000. You go, you know, okay, well, they'll go burn that money. Then they're going to be in a bad condition again. Are you with me? Okay, so James 2 and verse 14, it says, what is a profit, my brothers, though a man says that he has faith, but he doesn't have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked or destitute of daily food... And one of you say unto them, Depart, be in peace, be warmed and filled. Notwithstanding, ye give them not those things which are needful to the body. What does it profit? Even so, if it has not works, is dead, being alone. So even so, faith, if it doesn't have works, you know, it, it, alone, it, it, it's, it's dead. Faith without works is, is dead. Amen. So, you know, I believe the Lord wants to empower every one of you to meet the needs of people around you, whether it is their physical needs, whether it is a spiritual need where you know how to pray. That's why we equipped you all last month. Who knows how to, a little bit better of how to pray for the sick? Yes. Two of you. Okay, well, we can do another month of it. Amen. Now, who knows, you know a little bit better of how to pray for the sick and what you're dealing with? You know what the Bible says? Amen. Hello? So whether it's a, it's a need physically in their body to be healed or a spiritual need, you know, we should all be equipped by the Lord to be able to help people to meet these needs. Are you with me? Like Pastor Daniel running out, there's someone in here who needs prayer. Who is it? It was that lady. She still, it touched her to this day. Okay, so the Lord wants to raise every one of you up to not just know about people's needs, but to actually meet people's needs. Are you with me? I'm so grateful for this church because I'm in a room full of people who I already know and I see it just from what I do know that you are out there, you're, you're helping people the best that you can. Amen. You know, I don't want to be the bozo who looks at someone and says, you know, your tires are bald. No, they know their tires are bald. Every time they hit their brakes or go around a curve, they know. I want to be someone that God can use to say, hey, your tires are bald. Let's go get them fixed. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, Jesus wants to buy you new tires. Let's go let him buy you some new tires. Amen. So that's true prosperity. That's why Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. Because if you're prospering in an area, you can give. You can give. Are you with me? Is this helping anyone? Are you getting this? Okay. So God is raising up people who can meet needs of people all around them. Amen. And uh, this church, I I already know, 
uh, and you already are, but you know, this, this is going to be some of the biggest givers. Amen. Hallelujah. And you don't have to be the person who goes out to eat and doesn't leave a, tr a tip, but leaves a soul winning script. Leave a soul winning script, put a hundred dollar bill on top of it. Are you with me? You know, I talk to wait waiters and waitresses. They say the worst time to work is on Sunday because they said all the stingy church people come in and they don't leave any tip. That's true. They, don't, they said they leave horrible tips or, the, or some of them don't leave a tip or they leave a soul winning track. That should not be. Not, at this, not from you. Are you with me? If I find out you stiff someone on their tip, I'm going to have to go find that person and bless them and say, I'm so sorry that they were a bad representation of Jesus to you. And I'm going to have to do that. Are you with me? <laughs> Glory to God. It has nothing to do with the service. I mean, hello, you just, a purpose in your heart, I'm going to be a blessing everywhere that I go. Amen. So that's just one side of it. Okay, so, so it's about meeting needs. A truly prosperous person is somebody that God's raised up to meet the needs of somebody around them. Amen. So, and in that your needs are met because God actually cares about you too. Hello. God actually really, he likes you. He wants to take care of you. And he wants you to have all your needs met spiritually, mentally, materially, physically. That's healing and wealth, okay? So is, it God's, is prosperity God's will? You know, I hear preachers, I listen to them all the time, many different types of ministers. And, you know, you hear people just slamming, oh, those prosperity preachers, oh, that pros the prosperity gospel. <laughs> Let's just talk about the gospel. Amen. In fact, if I took the word prosperity out of this message and I just put in the word like flourish, Oh, what a nice, safe word. Amen. The Lord wants to flourish you spiritually. He wants to flourish you mentally. He wants to flourish you financially, too. Oh, people would say, amen, wouldn't they? But it's that word that's been attacked. And so then, this is what religion does. They take a word, they put you in that camp. So then they can say, oh, you're one of those prosperity people. They put you, that's what religion does. They put you in groups. They put you in groups. They put you in denominations. They put you in sects. They put you in groups, which is a work of the flesh. They, they, they put you in all these groups, and then you're in that camp. You're in that group of people. And, and so then they can attack you and do all their thing. Amen. And that's why they say, well, you need to come to my Bible school. You need to get a degree from my, you know, whatever. You need to sit under my teachings. You need to read my books. I'll just read the Bible. Thank you. I'm a follower of Jesus. Amen. And uh, excuse me. I happen to just believe the Bible. And the Bible says, the Lord delights in my prosperity. So I'm not going to apologize for it. And I'm not going to dance around that word. I'll take it back. Amen. Because I know, you know, some people have done things that are wrong in the name of prosperity. But like I said, I'm going to have the real thank you. Okay. So uh, is it God's will for us? God's will is in his word. So when we talk about, anytime we talk about, is it God's will? We always look to the word of God, not the opinion of somebody. Hello. You always look to what does the Bible say? So let's look at what the Bible says. If you have your Bible, you're still in Psalm, go to Psalms chapter one. So Psalm one, it says, blessed. Everyone say blessed. blessed. Now, if you really want to get into it and look at what the word blessed means, it means happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable. That's what that word blessed means in the original language if you look into the definition. King James just says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his 
delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate in the day and in the night. So who in here you meditate on the word of God in the day and the night? You, you meditate, you ponder scripture. That's what that means. The word meditate there does not mean you sit on the ground and you go hum and try to get yourself in an altered state. That's not what that word meditate means. And that's not the type of meditation that a believer should be involving themselves in. Hello. The meditation that it's talking about is it means to mutter to yourself, to ponder, to, to think on, to Go over in your mind. You're meditating. You're thinking about the word. So you meditate on the word in the day and the night. And it says in verse 3, that person shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit, his fruit, in his season. His leaf will never wither. And whatever he does shall prosper. Everyone say prosper. prosper. Well, it's in Psalm 1, so I'm not going to cut that out of the Bible. Excuse me, I meditate on the word every single day, so I'm going to prosper. My leaves are never going to wither. I am like a tree planted along a river. We have a river back there. Who's a, who, who in here is like a tree planted by a river? You meditate on the word of God. You're not being moved on what the Bible says. Amen. It says the righteous. Who's righteous? Okay. The righteous shall flourish. Now that word flourish is that word prosper. Prosperity means a successful, flourishing, or thriving condition. It says that the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. Amen. So here's the trees again. Amen. It says that they shall flourish like a palm tree. It says he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon, which is a really, really strong tree. Amen. And it says those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. It says they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and <laughs> flourishing. Amen. So come on, who's flourishing? Amen. Even in your old age. Amen. Who's fat and flourishing? Amen. That's fine. The scriptural. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So <laughs> no, but look what it says, even in their old age. So this is not an age limit thing. Well, you're young. No, I, I, gag me with a spoon. I have people come, well, you're young now. And, you know, I have ministers who think they're passing their baton off to me, and I don't even know anything about their ministry other than they're in ministry. Well, now it's your time. My time is over. Really? How old are you? 59. Seriously, that's your best years. 59? You're like... Smith Wigglesworth was in his 50s when he started. That's still young. Hello. That's not like my dad turned 50 and he thought he was old and like decrepit. And he was like, seriously, you're just, you're, that's the, to me, if Jesus tarries, that's like the best age. You've lived. You've had the house. You've had the car. You've had the kids. You've had all of it. Okay. Now it's like the most fruitful years. Hello. It's like the most fruitful years because you're not distracted by every other thing that younger people are distracted by. And you, and you have wisdom, you know, because people think they get older and then the devil tries to make them feel useless and you're not useless. Okay. So even in your old age, prosperity is still for you and you'll be flourishing. Okay. So uh, is it God's will? So Psalm 1, yes. Psalm 92, yes. Well, let's go to the book of Job. Job 8, verse 7. Job, I know. Someone says Job. No, it's Job. Amen. Hallelujah. But there is a whole book on Job. Job 8 and 7. I'll, I'll quote it. You can go there if you want. Job chapter 8 and verse 7. But, but 
I'll just quote it here because I have it in a few different translations because they're all so good. It says in Job 8 and verse 7, Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Now it says in the Holman Bible, Even if your beginnings were modest, your final days will be full of prosperity. The NAT Bible says, your beginning will seem like it was so small since your future will flourish. So I mean, we could go on and on. I don't have enough room on the bulletin to put all the scriptures. Third John in verse 1. In, 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 I'm sorry, Third John chapter 1, verse 2. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things. How many things? All things. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. So you can have prosperity in the soul, but then he's saying you can also have prosperity physically and be in health. Now, you know, theologians will argue with me and say, well, that was just a greeting. Yeah, it's a very biblical greeting. <laughs> if it's in the Bible, and I don't care if it's a greeting. John's just greeting everybody. It's in the Bible. Are you with me? And I'm going to take it, and I'm going to receive it and operate in the blessing of it. Okay, so is it God's will to prosper? Well, we read Psalm 35, 27 too. He delights in our prosperity, okay? Who would say, just based off those scriptures, you can see in light of the word of God, it's God's will for you to prosper. Guys, it's time to prosper. It's time to rise up, amen? And to access and receive and walk in what God said that you can have. Is this helping anyone? Okay, so prosperity in every realm. You can follow in the bulletin if you, if you are and take these notes home and meditate on them. So prosperity in every realm, spiritual prosperity. Now, over the next few weeks, we'll hit every single one of these, okay? But spiritual prosperity. You know, religion will say, yeah, it's all just spiritual blessings, but it's not just spiritual blessings. But there is a spiritual side of prosperity. Uh, being saved, hello. Uh, being full of the Holy Spirit, that is spiritual prosperity. Being, who, who in here, you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. How many, he took out the stony, stubborn, rebellious heart, and he put in a heart of flesh, and a new spirit he put on the inside of you. Come on, who is that? That's spiritual prosperity. You have access to the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness. I mean, who knows people before they were saved, they were like, they were wicked, you know, or they were mean. And then after they get saved, they're like the most loving person. You say, who is this person? It's like a different person. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, benevolence, self-control. We, we've been given the fruit of the Spirit. That actually, when you operate in those, they cover the 17 works of the flesh. You know, so, uh, so that's a part of spiritual prosperity. Gifts of the Spirit, you know, spiritual giftings that have been given uh, uh, under the church. So uh, being, who, who in here, you're free from the law of sin and death? Well, that sounds like prosper prospering spiritually to me. You're flourishing. You're in a successful condition, a flourishing condition, a thriving condition spiritually. Yes. Right? Amen. Who's thankful for that? Yes. I'll have some of that. Yes. I guess I am a prosperity preacher. Hey, glory to God. I'll preach that all day long. We preach it a lot. And you know what? Even the critics of prosperity, they preach that all the time. But then they're against prosperity because they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what prosperity is. It covers a spiritual realm. It also covers our mental uh, realm. Amen. Mental, what's mental prosperity? God's word and his spirit influencing 
our mind, our will, and our emotions. So who understands that the Word of God and the Holy Spirit, they influence our mind, our will, and our emotion, our mental realm. Amen? Do you understand now it's not just money, honey? Because then people think if they don't have a savings account full, they're not in a prosperous state. But prosperity is a successful, flourishing, and thriving condition. Hallelujah. Does this help in anyone? So come on, let, let's just... Uh, let, Let's hit these scriptures and then we'll pray. Amen. So one thing you have to, actually, let's read this. Second Peter 1 and verse 3. It says, according as his divine power hath given us unto all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that's called us to glory and virtue. All things have been given to us spiritually, to unto godliness, spiritual things, and physical things. Amen. So this is one thing you have to understand, that Jesus already did everything that needs to be done that has made the way so that you can be prosperous. Amen. In all of these realms and in every area. Number one, he became sin and he broke the curse of sin. So that's in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21. For he hath made him, Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. So Jesus became your sin, who never sinned. Why? So that you could be the righteousness of God in Christ Amen. Jesus. Sounds like prosperity to me. Amen. Amen. Everyone say this. Say, I am, I am. The, righteousness of God the righteousness of God in Christ. In Christ. Okay. So sin's not holding you back from this thing. If you do have sin, get rid of it, repent of it, turn around, walk in the righteousness that you are called to walk in. Okay. So Jesus became sin. He took stripes on his back so that we could be healed. That's in 1 Peter 2.24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness. Amen. By whose stripes you were healed. So Jesus took stripes on his physical body so that we could be healed physically. Uh, he became poor. That's in 2 Corinthians 8 and verse 9. Jesus it says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that through his poverty you might become rich. We would love for you to join us at the River Church this morning at 10 a.m. For additional information about our church, you can go on our website at www.therivercoshocton.com. You can also follow us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash therivercoshocton. Hey, this is Pastor Zachary Weber. Thank you so much for listening to the broadcast this morning. I pray it blessed you in some way. Just before we go off the air, I have a very important question to ask you. If you were to die this very second, do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? You know, the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the Bible says that the wages of those sins is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And the Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you're a whosoever. So I want to pray this quick prayer over you. Father, bless every person listening with a long and a healthy life. Jesus, make yourself real to them and do a work in their heart. 
And if they have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, I pray that they would do so right now. Friend, as you're listening, if you want to make a decision for Jesus Christ today and receive the gift that God has for you, the free gift of salvation, I want you to pray this quick prayer with me with your heart and your lips out loud. Just say this with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me and set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe you've risen from the dead and you're coming back again for me. I confess with my mouth Jesus is Lord. Come into my heart right now. Now just declare this. Say, I am saved. I'm forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Now, Father, I pray over every single person who prayed that prayer. Seal them now by your blood and by your spirit that on that day let not one person be missing. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer this morning, I want you to get a hold of us and let us know. You can go to theriverkashocton.com under the contact section. You can let us know that you prayed that prayer. It's so important that you tell people that you made a decision for Jesus today. It's also important to get involved in a local church. You can join us this morning at the River Church. Our service begins at 10 a.m. We're located at 51 Pine Street right here in Coshocton, Ohio. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week, 8.30 a.m., right here on Life of Revival. God bless you.